0: Good morning! morning. I like that video. Some of us have found ourselves in that predicament before. But welcome back to our series called Life Coach. And last week, Pastor Jeremy opened this series up as we're talking about the Holy Spirit. He did a great job talking about the role of the Holy Spirit, helping us to understand uh, how as we walk through life he wants to empower us. And then he spoke on the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit as well. Did a great job. Can we give him a great big hand clap? He always does a wonderful job of teaching. And then before we, we dive off into this, I do want to take a moment welcome all of our first-time guests. Good to have you with us today. We hope that you feel right at home. And also, all of you who are joining us online, thank you so much for tuning in today. We have, are having a great worship experience together. So church, family, let's give all of our first-time guests and our ones joining us online, let's give them a great big journey, church. Welcome as well. And then I want to invite you to come be a part of something this evening. A lot of people want to know, what are my steps towards getting involved here at Journey? And we have what we call our growth track. It helps you to understand who we are, helps you to understand membership here at Journey Church, what the vision is, how you can get plugged in. And we've broken it out into three classes, step one, step two, step three. Look at your neighbor and say, that's pretty simple. Now, this evening we have step two. You don't have to take the classes in order. We actually just ask that everybody goes through the whole growth track. But this evening at 5 o'clock we have step two, which is our discipleship class. And I highly encourage you to come out and be a part uh, of this class this evening. Uh, 5 o'clock, going to be a great meal. And uh, you can do one of, to sign up one of two ways. You can go online, take takethejourney.tv, or stop at our Welcome Center and drop a connection card there. And it is going to be a great class this evening. look forward to seeing you here as we grow together in the things of the Lord. Now, here's what we are doing today. Last week, Pastor Jeremy did a great job uh, talking about who the Holy Spirit is. And this is one of the things that I've come to realize. I love talking about this topic because uh, for the last 29 years, I have been walking in my relationship with the Lord and growing daily in my relationship with the Holy Spirit. Now, here's the thing, a lot of times whenever it comes to the Holy Spirit, a lot of people want to kind of give the stiff arm to that and say, No, I don't know about any of that stuff, I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. And here's why I think that that is. I think that a lot of times when it comes to the Holy Spirit, we're okay with Jesus and the reason why is because we know Jesus is the Son of God. And, and pro, most of us in here, if you're a guy, you are a son. Or if you have children, you've got a boy, you have a son. And you, so we're okay with Jesus because we can identify with that. You know, son, I get that. We can identify with God the Father because we, have, we all have a father. Well, hopefully you do. Uh, you you, did, you, know, you didn't, weren't hatched. I mean, you have a dad, okay, right? So we all have a father. So we're okay with the concept and the mindset of a father. But when it comes to the Holy Spirit or somebody referring to him as the Holy Ghost, a lot of times we're like, eh, I don't know how I feel about that. Ghosts, I mean, you know, I see some of these paranormal things on TV and that's kind of weird. Look at your neighbor and say, that's weird. Because when you think of a ghost, you think of spooky, you think of weird. And Here's what I want to help you understand. This is how amazing the Holy Spirit is, that Jesus literally told his disciples after they had been walking with him, watching him do miracles, watching him preach to thousands of people, he told told his disciples, basically in layman's terms, he said, it's better for you that I go because the one who's going to come after me, the Holy Spirit, is going to be amazing. He's going to empower you and you'll do even greater works than I've done. And then he spoke to them at the beginning of the book of Acts and he talked about this power that the Holy Spirit would bring into their lives as the church, as believers, as children of God. And the enemy wants to keep us from walking in that power and that boldness. The enemy wants to keep us from fulfilling all the things that God has for us here on this earth. So unfortunately, a lot of times people have seen some, some things, maybe had some experiences, maybe heard some stories that they thought were a little different, a little weird. And this is one of the things that I, I love to say this. Uh, sometimes people can be a little weird, but the Holy Spirit's never weird, okay? How many of y'all know some weird people? Okay, raise your hand, look around, look at all the the people. Everybody knows somebody who's weird, okay? Uh, If you don't have your hand raised, you might be the weird one. I don't know. It's just part of life. Look, I've had times where I've been a little weird, okay? But the reality is people can sometimes be weird, but the Holy Spirit's never weird. In fact, the Holy Spirit is the one that Jesus spoke of who would not only be our comforter, not only be one who would empower us, not only be one who would counsel us, but would be the one who would be the closest, if we will let him, be our closest friend as we walk through life. And so today, last week, Pastor Jeremy talked to you about the role of the Holy Spirit, and he talked to you about his presence within our lives continually through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And the baptism of the Holy Spirit simply is this, it is your life as a believer immersed in the Holy Spirit. In other words, you are growing in relationship with him where he's leading you, directing you, counseling you, giving you wisdom, all of these things... And today what I want to talk to you about is how the Holy Spirit has spiritual gifts for us as believers. Now, I get it, there's a lot of times you hear that, oh, spiritual gifts for us as believers. What do you mean? Gifts of the Spirit? Oh, there we go again. I don't know about all that. Well, check this out. One of the things that I want to help you understand is that God provides for us as believers everything we need. Do you believe that? And, and, And here's the thing. So many times we keep the best things of God at an arm's length, because, well, I don't understand that, or I just don't know, but the reality is that God has everything for us, but Stacy and I had an experience this week that was awesome, y'all know that we're new grandparents, and uh, Tyler and Brittany went away to a conference in Atlanta, and my wife, when she found out that they were going to take uh, Olivia with her, uh, them to Atlanta, she said, you know what, we got this, leave her with us for how long was it, 37 days, no, oh, it's three and a half days, okay, uh, okay, and we had her from wednesday through yesterday about two o'clock and here's one of the things that i discovered first of all i discovered that i told stacy this on wednesday after getting very little sleep that night i said this is a young person's game okay (laughs) even though i i don't feel like i'm old I'm finding out maybe this season of life. So anyway, uh, this past week, we had a great time with her. Had an awesome time, you know, holding her, uh, you know, just spending time with her. In fact, I got a picture to show you. This is, I went home for lunch one day and took a picture with her. you yeah, like that, huh? Yes, I am that grandpa. I will show you every picture that I can at every given moment, okay? So laid down, we took that picture, sent it to her mom and uh, all that good stuff. But I discovered something because Brittany made sure that we were prepared. She made sure that, you can take it down, I'm getting distracted. I just want to go, oh, okay. So Brittany made sure that we were prepared. She had everything ready. She had little Ziploc bags that things were written with outfits in it. And, and she, had, she had all this, you know, uh, you know, milk stowed away. She had bottles. She had all these things. But there's a secret weapon in every mom and dad's arsenal. It's a diaper bag. And what I discovered is in that diaper bag, you are prepared for any given scenario, okay? Right? If the baby cries, you go, you open it up. What is this? Oh, it's a pacifier. You stick it in their mouth and hopefully they'll be quiet. Maybe not. (laughs) If they don't, you go back and there's toys in there. There's an extra outfit in there. There's a bottle in there. And then if none of that solves it, there's some other tools in there as well. There's diapers. There's baby wipes. And that is whenever it's time to hand the baby off to Miss Stacy, okay? Because that is not my spiritual gift to change diapers. What I discovered, though, was inside of that diaper bag... Brittany had prepared everything for us for any scenario that may pop up, okay? And you need to understand this God has provided for us for any scenario that life brings our way. And it is found in the relationship that God wants for us to have with the Holy Spirit. You heard Jeremy talk last week about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's simply your life being immersed in the presence of the Holy Spirit. And basically, one would say, well, how do I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Well, first of all, you got to be born again. Second of all, you have to desire it. And it is found simply in opening up your life and in prayer saying, God, fill me with the Spirit. uh, I want everything that you have for me, God. Because I'm going to tell you something. I don't know about you, but I want everything God has for me. Okay? And, And it's simply allowing him to fill you with his presence. And then, here's the cool part. From there, the Holy Spirit and the presence of God has giftings that he wants to deposit within your life. And these gifts that he has for us, they stretch us, they grow us, they empower us as to to be able to to do the work that God has for us as the church. You might think, well, well, isn't our role just to get saved and then that's it? No, our role from that point forward is to build God's kingdom. Our role from that point forward is to, to pour into other people and to point them towards Jesus Christ. And so I love this because you go throughout Scripture and a lot of people don't realize this because they just focus on what are known as the gifts of the Spirit. But there are over 20, everybody say 20. 20. There's over 20 different spiritual giftings that God has for us that he can deposit within our life that he wants to bring into our life to make a difference in this world. I'm going to read this to you out of Romans chapter 12. And the reason why I want to read this to you is because I want to help you understand some of the different giftings. Listen to this. Paul writes and he says, we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. Now, you may not realize this, but we're all different in this room. And because of the way we are as individuals, God deposits different giftings within us. Look at the next part. It says, if your gift is prophesying... Then prophesy in accordance with your faith. Let me stop there and clarify something. When it comes to the gift of prophecy, a lot of people say, well, you know what? I just don't know about that. That word, sounds, am I going to like have to grow a beard? You know, am I going to have to start wearing long flowing robes and have a staff and walk around and say, thus saith the Lord? You know, well, Paul actually writes about prophecy in, in his letter to the church of Corinth. He talks about how prophecy simply is the gift of being able to edify and encourage and exhort. Prophecy simply is speaking into other people's lives and building them up with what the Lord gives you through encouraging them. So that kind of breaks it down and doesn't make it look as dear different. So he says, prophesy in accordance with your faith. Verse, verse 7. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it's encouragement, give encouragement. You may not have realized that one of the, the spiritual gifts that God has for us is a gift of encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. In other words, Paul's simply helping us understand there are a lot of spiritual giftings that God has for us. Now, here's what I want to help you understand. How many of you in this room know of at least one person in your life that gives really good gifts? Raise your hand, okay? For me, there's a lot of people I know that give good gifts, but my grandma, she was awesome, okay? She just would would give these gifts at Christmas time and birthday. There's some of those gifting the gifts that I still have. I have a little plaque that she gave me on my 16th birthday. Still have it, okay? And she would give Christmas gifts. I remember my grandma and grandpa, we'd go to their house for Christmas and they'd give you their your gift from them. And then my grandpa, he'd break out the McDonald's gift certificates. Y'all remember them? And he'd start, everybody got $5 worth of McDonald's gift certificates. And that was awesome because back in those days, you actually could buy a meal at McDonald's for less than $5, okay? Nowadays, it's like 50 bucks. But (laughs) it was so cool to go to their house. And I remember Grandma, birthdays, even on Valentine's Day, she would send me a card. Sometimes it might have a little gift in it because she just was a good gift giver. I remember whenever I graduated high school, I'm at my graduation party. People are giving me cards with money. People are giving me different gifts. And my grandma walks in and she's got this big old box. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. (laughs) And I remember I opened that box in front of everybody else. And it was a patchwork quilt. Now, patchwork quilts are awesome. But when you're 18 years old... I'm just saying. That was not the gift I was looking for at that moment in my life. Oh, yay, a patchwork quilt, Grandma. This is awesome. (laughs) And she had embroidered my name and the date in one corner of it. And I remember, I look back now, you know, in that moment, at 18 years of age, I was so foolish. But I'm just like, oh, Grandma, you know, great. And gave her a hug and a kiss. But I really didn't appreciate that gift. But ask me this, how many gifts from my high school graduation do I still have? The only one is that patchwork quilt. In fact, whenever the flood hit in 2016, I had a moment whenever we were going through the house and and taking stuff out and all that kind of stuff, where we opened a drawer and there was that quilt, and it was ruined. And I had a moment where I just lost it. And some ladies that were on the scene, they said, Pastor we got this. They grabbed that quilt. Took off with it. And about a couple days a week later, they brought it back good as new. And that's the gift that I still have for, oh, probably almost 30 years now. My grandma was the best gift giver. But I'm going to tell you something. We have a Heavenly Father who is the greatest gift giver of all. And he knows us so well. He knows what we need in our lives. And he understands us so well as to what to give us. And so here's the thing. You may not understand the different spiritual gifts. And you don't have to understand them. But you need to have your life and your heart open to everything that God has for you. In fact, I love this because Paul... When he begins to speak about the gifts, he speaks of them in a way that is exactly the heart of God. He wants us to use the different spiritual gifts that he has for us in the church to make a difference within this world. I'm going to read this to you out of, out of 1 Corinthians because the very first verse in First Corinthians chapter 12, it speaks to all of us in the church. Paul writes and he says, now about the gifts of the spirit, brothers and sisters, not just guys, not just ladies, but everybody. About the gifts, I do not want you to be uninformed. In other words, don't go like this when it comes to the gifts. No, no, I'm good, la, 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 la. Don't do that. Don't be like, no, nah, I don't want anything to do with that because I, I don't understand it. Paul's saying, don't be uninformed. We go down a couple of verses and he says this. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. What's up with these spiritual gifts that, 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 that we hear about, Pastor, Jay? they're from God. And is it, it is Him at work in your life, check this out, and through your life, building His kingdom. So... God has a work that he wants for us to accomplish while we're here on this earth. He has, we're not just going through this journey of faith like, woohoo! We're going through this journey of faith, building God's kingdom continually by spreading the good news of the gospel and helping others come to know Jesus as Lord and Savior of their life. Now, check this out. Who is the one who does not want us to fulfill that journey? The devil. And he will do everything at his disposal to keep us From building God's kingdom so that he can drag more and more people to hell. That kind of reinvigorates you when you think of that. To get busy to be the church. We don't just go to church. church. Let's be the church every day of our lives. We step out of this building. Let's go live for Jesus and let people see Jesus in us. And let's tell people about Jesus. And let's let the gifts of the Spirit operate in our life. so... That we can build God's kingdom and make a difference in this world. Now let me tell you this. Here's what I want to walk you through. I want to help you understand what a spiritual gift is. A spiritual gift is a supernatural ability given to all Christians to do God's work here on earth. Okay? It's not something that you're doing because of you. It's something that the Holy Spirit is doing through you. Okay? So let me say that again. A spiritual gift, a supernatural ability given to all Christians to do God's work here on earth okay now let me walk you through what a spiritual gift is not because a lot of people get tied up and think well it's this and it's that but let me help you understand what a spiritual gift is not first of all spiritual gift is not something to fear okay a lot of times people based off of stories that they've heard or man i know this person that you know they're just kind of weird you know uh you know kind of different but here's i'm gonna go back to this the holy spirit is never weird okay sometimes personality sometimes people can be a little bit different but Holy Spirit is never weird now check this out it's not something for us to fear it's not something for us to say well that's I just don't know about all that and the reason why is when you think of the Holy Spirit he is a part of the Trinity Father Son Holy Spirit if you say well I don't know about that whole Holy Spirit thing basically what you're saying is I don't know about that whole God thing you'd never say that right so we open our lives and hearts up to everything that God has for us. So the spiritual giftings, the Holy Spirit, it's not something to fear. It's also, check this out, it's not a sign of maturity, okay? It's not like, well, you've gotten up here, so now God's going to give you a spiritual gifting, okay? As you grow in your relationship you have gr- with God, you have greater understanding. Uh, you should know more of the scriptures. You should be able to connect greater with God in prayer, But whenever God gives gifts to you through the Holy Spirit, it's not a sign of maturity. It's also, check this out, it's not a fruit of the Spirit. A lot of people get the fruits of the Spirit that you see in Galatians, love, joy, peace, patience, all those things. They get them confused with the gifts of the Spirit. They are completely separate, okay? A gift is something that the Holy Spirit does through your life. The fruit of the Spirit is a byproduct of the Holy Spirit at work inside of you. And so the next thing you know, you're, you, you see patience, you see joy, you see love. That's because of the Holy Spirit inside of you changing you, and that is His fruit. The gifts of the Spirit are, are different than that. We'll, we'll get into that here in just a second. Another thing is this. You need to understand that the gifts of the Spirit are not natural talent. How many of you in here have at least one natural talent? Raise your hand way up high. Okay, we, we all do. If you didn't, then either you weren't paying attention or you're just like, whatever, you know we we all have a natural talent let me tell you what one of my wife's natural talents are singing she has a great voice and uh, and she can sing let me tell you what one of my natural talents is not singing i do not have a good voice okay Uh, there are other things that i can do but i cannot sing there is a our natural talents that we all have and those are are just natural abilities that, that god has given us it's not a spiritual gift that you see listed in scripture so you need to be able to understand and and know the difference here and then the last thing that we talk about what spiritual gifts are not they're not for the elite few okay it's not like god says well i like you better than this other person and i'm going to handpick you and i'm going to give this to you and i want to hang out with you that's not what they are the gifts of the spirit are for the entire body of christ all it takes is for us to be born again and desire those things to work within our life and as we pray and ask the holy spirit to baptize us fill us with his presence then we can begin to ask for those giftings to be distributed within our life so one of the things that i've discovered and we we talk about what the gifts are or not one of the things i've discovered is a lot of people have no idea what their spiritual giftings might be a lot of people uh they they kind of look at it and say well i don't know about this what does this actually mean So what I want to be able to do is to help you begin to determine and understand how God has these giftings for your life, but how you can begin to understand how God and where God has gifted you. And so let's walk through a couple of steps that we have that we can understand. First of all, if you want to know what your spiritual giftings are, how God has gifted you, the first thing is this, ask. Everybody say ask. Ask. You ask God what your giftings are in your prayer time lord i want to know begin to show me holy spirit begin to to stir up inside of me the giftings that you have and help me to understand uh now that i'm i'm kind of i'm not keeping them at a distance anymore god i'm open to whatever you have for my life i want your best for my life i need you to help me in this area so the first thing is this ask everybody say ask Ask. the next thing is this study about the giftings if you want to know something about something what do you do you study it you go into scripture and you see Uh, what the Word of God has to say about it. I was taught this growing up that the the spiritual giftings are not relevant for today. Well, guess what? I, I got curious about that. I delved off into Scripture and began to study on my own, and then I found out that they are just as relevant and real today as they were in the early church and always have been, okay? remember if the mission that the enemy has is to keep us from fulfilling god's mission of building his kingdom he'll go to any any length necessary okay so we need to understand if we want to know something about something we study we ask god and we study everybody say study let me give you some references if you're writing things down look at first corinthians chapter 12 look at romans chapter 12. Look at Ephesians chapter 4. Look at 1 Peter chapter 4 to see what God has to say about the different spiritual giftings. Now, I want to read this to you. I'm running out of time. That's why i am kind of picked it up a little bit. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. We'll go a little bit deeper into this. Paul writes and he says, a spiritual gift is given to each of us so that we can help each other. Sounds pretty good, right? Look at this. To one person, the spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. Hmm, that sounds good. To another, the same spirit gives a message of special knowledge. The same spirit gives a great faith to another, the gift of faith. To someone else, the one spirit gives the gift of healing. doesn't mean that you're healing that person, it means that when you pray over somebody that the the Holy Spirit is working in you to bring healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles and another the ability to prophesy. Remember, we talked about prophecy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the spirit of God or another spirit. That's called discernment. Being able to understand you're in a situation and to understand like, "Mm, this is not so good, this is great. That's being able to discern in that moment what you're up against. Listen to this. Still another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages. Whoa, hold up, Pastor Jay. You just lost me right there. Okay. Let's read that again. Still another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages, otherwise known as what? Tongues. That's where everybody's like, tongues. Everybody's like, this is usually where people kind of check out, okay? They're like, what? Yeah, that advice stuff and that discernment stuff, I like that, but that whole tongues thing, Mm. all right, is the coffee shop still open? You know, that's whenever people start checking out, okay? But let's read on. I'm going to get into this here in just a moment. Let's read on. While another is given the ability to interpret what is being said, it is the one and only Spirit who distributes all of these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have. Now, here's the thing. You talk about tongues, that's whenever people are like, I don't know about all that. But understand this, is that if the Holy Spirit is the one giving these gifts, and the Holy Spirit knows the different gifts and how they relate within a person's life, he's not going to give you something that's not a good thing, right? In other words, the Holy Spirit is not going to be like, you know what, that person over there, they really bugged me, so here, I'm going to give them, and put something bad on their life. (laughs) It's not how it works. We just read and saw that the gifts are all good, so that means that the gift of tongues is good as well, okay? And here's what I'm going to tell you. We have taken something that we make it out to be, oh, and it's really not paul talks about it being one of the gifts that the the least but it, we get the worst worked up over this and simply tongues is this it is a time in our prayer language to be able to in our prayer time to be able to connect with god in a way in a prayer language that is just between you and him it's very intimate okay so it's not weird at all and sometimes there's the gifting there to be able to interpret what is being said so it's not weird so don't be all like eh, i don't know about all that okay Just open up your heart and say, God, I want everything that you have for me, okay? So we look at these giftings and we want to understand about what our giftings are. We're going to ask, we're going to study, and then here's the next one. We're going to examine what we love to do. Remember, we're trying to discover what are the giftings that God has for my life. So everybody say examine. God's going to put gifts in your life that go along with your personality and you love to do, okay? In other words, if you... Uh, love to bless people, then the Lord's going to give you the gift of giving, okay? If you love people, he's probably going to give you the gift of serving and hospitality. If you love to pray and you just have that heart to really connect and pray, uh, he's probably going to give you the the gift of prophecy or something along those lines. And and, and all these gifts are open up to everybody. The gift of tongues especially is open to everybody. We just have to open up our lives and say, Lord, I want everything that you have for me. And here's what I'm going to tell you. If you are the type of personality that says, you know what, I want the gift of hospitality, but I don't like people. (laughs) Then here's what probably needs to happen. You probably need to pray and say, Lord, I ask you to begin to change my heart and bring it to the place where I love people the way you love people. Okay, And so God knows you. Examine what you love to do. And that will correlate with your giftings that God has for you and here's the last one so we ask we study we examine and then the last thing i'm gonna wrap up with is this follow the leading of the holy spirit okay when the holy spirit leads you to do something follow it there was an incident that i had a couple weeks back that i was with some friends and, and this one girl walked up she was talking about how her shoulder was really hurting and bothering her and and it, it was a you know wasn't in a, a churchy situation but remember we don't just go to church so right there in that moment i felt the holy spirit say pray for her. so i said hey wh- is it okay if i pray for you she said absolutely i think that a lot of times we're afraid that we're going to ask people can i pray for you and they're going to be like oh, what are you crazy get away from me you know <laughs> most of the time people are open to us praying for them and then i think a lot of times we think in that moment well i you know I have to pray this big, long, fancy prayer. No, you just just open up your heart and just pray. Talk to the Lord. So in that moment, I just laid my hand on her shoulder. And those right there with us, they prayed as well. We prayed for her that the Lord would touch and heal her shoulder. And she sent me a message later. And she said, hey, listen, my shoulder feels so much better. Thank you for praying for me. I am so grateful that I followed the lead of the Holy Spirit. Because how many times do we miss out on opportunities to build God's kingdom? Because we're not following the lead of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit wants to be the life coach who will make us the best we can be. The Holy Spirit wants to give us wisdom. He wants to counsel us. He wants to empower us. He wants to work through our life as we build his kingdom. So follow the lead of the Holy Spirit. When he nudges you in a direction, follow him. Amen? And then we look at 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. It says, God has given each of you a gift from His great variety of spiritual gifts. Remember, there's over 20. Use them well to serve one another. That's what the gift things are for. We serve one another. We build God's kingdom. And one of the things that I, I, I love is that we would commit to allowing the giftings inside of us to grow. Here, here's what I'm going to tell you. I love whenever Mother's Day rolls around. I love whenever anniversary rolls around. I love when Stacy's birthday rolls around, when Christmas rolls around. You know why? Because I love to give gifts. And I love to go specifically buy a gift for my wife to bless her. And guess what? The, I know. Oh, okay. That's sweet. I know. But here's the thing the longer I've known her, the better I know her. And the better I know exactly what she needs within her life. And guess what? When we—I've told y'all this before, years ago, when we first got married, some of my gift giving—it mm, needed some work. First birthday, she got a waffle iron. <laughs> we still go back to that waffle iron story, and she said, "Why'd you give me a waffle iron? Because waffles are amazing." <laughs> and guess what? Mother's Day's rolling around next Sunday. I already gave her a gift and the reason why i already gave her a gift is because mother's day for us is, it's really it's busy it's gonna be great next look it's gonna be great next weekend y'all come we got some surprises it's gonna be awesome bring your mama mama's it's the only day of the year you really get to put a guilt trip on your kids to go to church okay <laughs> but here's the thing i gave her a gift and, and we went and we picked it out and she asked me what do you think of this what do you think of this and she said i like taking you with me because you know when it comes to get you know this kind of stuff what really goes well for for me and so here's the reason why it's because i've known her so long you say pastor why are you saying all this as you walk in relationship with god and you allow him to change you as you become more and more like him he begins to deposit more and more of the giftings within your life and he knows you there's nobody i i know my wife better than anybody else on the face of this earth but guess who knows her better god Who knows you better than anybody else? God. And so open up your heart and your life. and allow God, I just want everything that you have for me. Holy Spirit, lead me and direct me. Empower me. Baptize me. Fill me with your presence each and every day. Amen? Amen? So let's all stand to our feet. And let's pray. Father, you are good. We worship you and honor you and thank you for your presence here. And Lord, I thank you that you don't give bad things. Lord, you are the greatest gift giver of all. And Holy Spirit, as we talk about your presence, as we talk about your role, fill us continually, daily, baptize us. Let us be immersed within your presence. In fact, everybody in this room, just take your hands, just kind of raise them up just like this. Hold them like I'm giving you, like I'm handing you a box. I just want to pray the Lord's blessings over you. And Father, I just pray over this church. I pray over your people. And Father, I thank you for your blessings. I thank you for your giftings being deposited within the body of Christ. I pray that today people's hearts and lives are open to the baptism of the Holy Spirit, to be filled with your presence. That, Lord, you would work in us, and you would work through us. That you know us better than anybody else, Lord, and you would deposit your giftings. you think of prophecy and faith and miracles. And, yes, even tongues, Lord. And the gift of serving and encouragement, all these different things, the gift of giving deposit these things within our lives so that we can build your kingdom, Lord God. We love you today. We praise you today. In Jesus' name, what's everybody say together? Amen. Amen. Do you love the Lord today? Now, here's what I want to tell you before anybody leaves, that as we dismiss, there are some of you in this room that earlier in the service you raised your hand, you prayed that prayer to give your heart to Christ, whether it was your first time, or maybe you made a recommitment of your faith, I'm going to invite our prayer team. They're going to be here in the front in our altar area. They would love to talk with you about your next steps and your walk with Christ. And also, church family, listen to me closely. If you need prayer for anything, don't walk out of here with something weighing heavy on your heart. It might be a prayer need for you. It might be a prayer need for a friend or a family member. Come and let our prayer team pray with you and encourage you. And so as we leave out of this room today, make a commitment to allow the Holy Spirit to work within your life. Be led of the Spirit. Amen? Amen. And let's make a commitment to allow God to grow those giftings in our life. And as we leave out of here, don't forget this. We don't just go to church. love Love you guys. Be blessed. We'll see you back here this next week.